Hello and welcome to another magical, glittering 37th podcast from Xbox World. Uh, let me introduce you to the Natterers. We have your friend and his, Matt Pellet, the old stalwart always here, the return of the native, Mr. Rob Taylor. Racist. <laughs> really? And uh, I'm the non-racist, Jem Roberts. And uh, I'm afraid the Gapatron uh, has had to be taken into uh, maintenance today. He's got some pollen stuck behind his faceplate. But uh, we shall try to fill you in as best we can, and uh, we leave the uh, floor open to young Mr. Pellet to kick things off. Well, I was putting the pressure on there. I should also <laughs> say that uh, summer's fast approaching, so um, Tim Weaver's off for his annual full body wax. Oh, yeah, forgot about him. for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> forget about the editor. <laughs> who, who is he, anyway? Um, well, there's only one way that we can kick off this podcast, and that's obviously with E3, mm-hmm. which, uh, which was last week. Um, quite a corker. I think it's fair to say that E3's back. It's just about one of the best shows ever, wasn't it? Yeah, most exciting, brilliant. I recall, yeah. Mainly for me, mainly because of Project Natal, and mainly because I'm not very good at games. And there's Joyride as well, for, for your karting... <laughs> oh, yes. For the karting fans as well. Um, <laughs> there was something for everybody, though, really. I mean, Natal is the is obviously the big one, which we'll be focusing a lot of our... Uh, time on but um we've got you know highlights like left for dead 2 yeah mm-hmm. crackdown 2 um in fact i've got a list here what else there's well, so much like, conviction came out of left field didn't it yeah of course we basically we came in the next day and started to plan on what we uh, what we were writing in the issue and we kept forgetting like everything that was in the announcement because it mm. was so packed mm. i think when they walked out on stage and like the first thing anyone said was um you know what we're not gonna have any slideshows any pie graphs this this mm. show is gonna be just about the games you knew you were onto a winner mm. straight away and it, they just kept coming and i mean I, I remember after the first day after microsoft conference and um, everyone was kind of like microsoft have won e3 even though that <laughs> it sounds remarkably petty i always hate that um but you know you know we were, we're fans of all games all yep. formats here on this uh, on, on xbox world um and you know the, the the fun kept coming for the next two days and even though i guess it is possible to argue that Microsoft probably did have the best yeah. show. Yeah. Um, there's so much other stuff to talk about. Well, I think about universally well. it's been accepted that Microsoft was the strongest of three uh, pre three conferences. Um, that was on the Monday, on the Tuesday, um, just after we finished work, Nintendo kicked off, yep. and then uh, and then Sony had their conference a couple of hours later. Yeah. And you know we all gathered around um, the computer, started watching it live, grabbed a beer. Um, we must admit we we were chuckling a couple of. Th- times to ourselves thinking man this is this is pretty poor when when nintendo started with the uh wii sports resort which just looked like technology wise it just looked old hat compared to natal yeah, and certainly sony as well when they came out with their motion controller we were chuckling but every one of those conferences as a gamer was superb if you're going to break it down to who won and who lost there wasn't any losers. Nintendo was probably the weakest conference. Mm. But if you're saying that the worst conference had Super Mario Galaxy 2, yeah. which is the sequel to this generation's Wii best Zelda game, too. there was, well, Zelda well, was mentioned. Proper, the first proper Wii There's Zelda. a new Metroid game coming. Yeah. There's, for me, I'm probably most excited about a new Golden Sun game because mm. Golden Sun was, is one of my favourite RPGs ever. So a new DS Golden Sun game is brilliant. Yeah. Um, new Super Mario Brothers, I can take or leave that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, unless they 
unveil a, le- a level editor. What was the, um, what was oh, the, that would be amazing. What was the Vitality sensor all about? Just oh, digressing I slightly. I, I don't know. They've done it before. They did it like 10 years ago. There was another... It's a blood th- pressure thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, kind of anal probe type. Yeah. Thing, <laughs> Sit on this. The thing is, Shove though, that, I mean, that's perfect for their, like, their, <laughs> their, like, Wii Fit Plus market. Yeah. You know, that's that's not for us. Again, that's that's sure. part of the something for everyone. Yeah. Like for the mums who want to keep fit and stuff, which mm. we fit and we play goes to, then that's brilliant. So um every conference was was fantastic. And we I think we can sit back with a smile on our face knowing that Natalia is probably the best tech. It's interesting look, it's interesting looking at E three and the coverage it sort of generated in the national media and it and, and it all harks back to what you were saying about that this is this is now a conference for everyone. I think obviously Nintendo realised at the start of this generation that they needed to sort of capture. There was there was a huge captive audience waiting to be ensnared. Mm. Microsoft and Sony are sort of sl- slowly catching up. But um, as a hardcore gamer, I sometimes get a little bit, and you know, irritated that my my hobby is being made mainstream. Yeah. But I think generally, in the long run, it's definitely for the best. And, We're and a fickle breed, aren't we? For years we, we really were clamouring, saying, "Why aren't people accepting our games? Why aren't they?" And now that they are. We're, we're moaning, saying, well... what we want, though, is our hardcore game uh, hard to, be, to be accepted, accepted yeah. yeah, rather than... It is funny how so many people, you know, the general public do still think that games are for kids, though. It's, it's yeah. they, they just literally haven't noticed that, you know, the different people that are, play, that are playing games. Well, then there's that, but then there's, you're absolutely right. But at the, the other end of the scale, there's Grand Theft Auto, which is just, mm. is always, <laughs> always going to be synonymous with... You know, the moving of prostitutes and, and, yeah, exactly, and and carjacking and super violence and stuff. But maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. I mean, should we talk a little bit more about Natal? Yeah, I think so. Mm. We'll bring it back and talk about Natal. Well, that that is the ultimate move towards mainstream gaming there's ever been, as far as I'm concerned. Because apart from anything else, it's an entry-level thing. That's why I'm excited about it. I'm not the only uh, person (laughs) in our offices who is not the best person at gaming. Frankly, um, well, when we we all have to play against Pella, it's not good for the ego, is it? Exactly. <laughs> but but the the thing about something like Natal is that it is just everyone's kind of almost. I mean, everyone's starting on a kind of level playing field, and you stand there yeah. in front of it, and the most hardcore gamer is <laughs> going to be as cautious as I'm not your sure mom. we are on a level playing field because I reckon little little five year old Johnny is going to kick our asses <laughs> everything. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, but we we need to like pry ourselves out from the couch we've been glued to for the last five what years. What do you like at Wii games? I mean, like I'm a. Uh, I'm all right. Uh, we sports. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty decent actually. Yeah. I, I I think I get on all right. Certainly, um, I I used to win most of the time when I used to play at tennis and bowling quite a bit. Um, we never really used to play the. Rest. I can't never beat my brother's boxing, girlfriend at Wii bowling. Like we all play in the, We have like these four balls or whatever, and, and everyone has you know those big multiplayer games. In fact, Wii bowling can go either way. Like tennis, I, I almost always manage to win against my family. Hmm. Wii bowling, it's a bit more up in the air. Lucy tends to get a few games and. I'm hoping that Wii Motion Plus will put an end to this, to these these lucky what I deem yeah. lucky strikes <laughs> and stuff. But uh, but people that I just don't suspect are going to be any good at it. Turn the, out to the be the good thing about Natal is like even it sounds stupid because like Wii Sports is so basic to control. Mm. But even Wii Sports, you've got like the bowling where you have to like release the beer at mm. a certain time, and like my grandparents were trying it and they couldn't quite get the time right. With Natal, you remove that completely, which I think. Is even better for mainstream games, like Jem says. You know, there's absolutely no buttons to press. Mm. In a way, that will have to. That will mean that games will have to be simplified, yeah. an extra step, 
because there's no control other than your your body. There's no button to press. Well, there are going to be even more subtleties. I mean, I know Mike Mike, if he was here, would would no doubt now be be clearing the floor and, and kind of dominating this conversation because he, he technically knows a lot about it. But he's he's been assured by his impeccable sources that the Natal technology. I know a lot of people were suspicious about that mm. video, and obviously it was a, a mock-up video. And but I'm, he's assured apparently that the technology really is that good. It really is that accurate. It really will expunge the memory of you're in the movies. <laughs> yeah. We well, when you think way. about it, it's only been a year since I was at E3 watching that pap being rolled <laughs> out, and yeah. and and I mean, you also look at the, the poor old Tony Hawk with his little plastic oh. skateboard. An hour I mean. after he shows us, us his skateboard, he's made redundant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, think, I don't think Tony's going to be worried anytime soon, but sure, surely the Activision yeah, the must be a bit are going to be peeved off by that yeah. big time. Um, the, the thing, we, when we talk about Natal, we, we're obviously going to focus a lot on casual side of gaming mm. and how, you know, stuff like Molyneux's Milo Project, how it's this new type of game for the 360. And make no mistake, when... And Natal will launch next year. It'll be like a relaunch for the 360. Mm. Microsoft have come out and categorically stated that 360 now, they envisage it going up to 2015. Yeah. We're not having another generation uh, for a very long time, unless Sony and Nintendo want to jump Do you think that's inspired again. by Wii and, and the fact that, that yeah. they've had that much success with a, with a machine Absolutely. that basically well, looks like ours? Partly, I think the economy is playing a big part in that mm. because no one can afford to mm. uh, you know, spend millions and millions developing mm -hmm. new technology and then adopting it. Yeah. I mean, you've still got people catching up to this generation. Um, so it just seems silly to push it forward already when... I know EA came out and said they're hitting the 360s limit. I don't really believe them, to be honest. Not yet. Maybe with, with that was a strange. That was a strange series of quotes anyway. Because yeah. the guy was sort of saying he loves the 360s, his favourite console. I think... I, think I mean, just look at the PlayStation 2, though. I mean, years and years into that, into its life. Yeah, absolutely. You're getting stunning well, games 2, coming out. God of War, God of War 2, 2 Shadow of the yeah. Colossus. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. We've got these type of games now where people have finally mastered the technology. Yeah. And now they're going to be making the best games they can on 360. I don't forget PS3 is a bugger to put program for. I've no doubt in my mind that it is more powerful than the 360. I mean, I don't want to get into any fanboy debate, no, but it's no. also incrementally more difficult to program. So, you know, you've got that kind of, you know, set off against one another. But uh, absolutely, it's... Uh, I don't think it's good news for, the gen for us that, yeah. that it's the generation's not going to end that soon. But... um. So, so we're going to be focusing on... I was on another train. I thought I've completely forgot what I was going on about now. But um, we're going to naturally be focusing on these new type of games. Oh, yeah, I was saying it's going to obviously relaunch with these new type of games. Mm. However, um, we shouldn't forget that it's not only casual games Natal mm. is for. Mm. Um, it, will be, it will do two other things. It will do... Um, games like Burnout was shown the day after the, e the Microsoft pre-E3 conference, mm -hmm. running almost perfectly on Natal, yeah. just sticking your two hands out for steering wheel, um, shifting a gear stick or pumping your fist brilliantly yeah. to boost, and uh, moving your foot backwards and forwards for the pedal. Halo 3 is the other one Mike mentioned, isn't it? Yeah, in terms well, of ideally, they're going to be patching almost any game, yeah. um, patching in Natal controls to work. Now, I'm not too sure how it's going to work with everything, Mm. without a pad I, I can't see myself like moving around worlds that to me seems like the biggest ob obstacle yeah it's going to be used in conjunction i guess for some games i mean yeah. where you kind of maybe steer with the with the with the, t the pad and then maybe well that's that's the third with, thing it's going to do it's going to it's going to um you know join pad control and movement control together so you've got head tracking which is quite popular on the pc yeah. where you're sitting down on your couch with the with your joypad playing a game like halo or 
whatever you want and then you just move your head to change the camera to like sidestep left slightly or lean out the corners in yeah. games that allow you to lean yeah. um, and just it's just a natural extension of the body where you're not having to jump up and down like a loon to play your favourite hardcore games but you've just got a you can just lean here and there especially like flight sims I know we don't have too many on the 360 mm. but um it, that's a that's a popular thing on PC playing flight sims with head tracking. So if you extend that to well, what is popular on the 360? Well, racing games are popular on the 360. So if you think the in car view when you're racing a car, if you just like move your head slightly left and right, then that's your looking left and looking right mm. buttons. So Microsoft flight sim is a cert to come to 360 once this technology is integrated. Mm. Absolutely, hundred percent. You excited about that? I'm. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I, I would say about the flight sim is that it's. It's very much a sit forward game. Like Mike and I, have, I don't know if we coined this phrase, but you know, the sit forward and sit back games. Mm -hmm. Sit forward, you want to be in your study on your PC, high back chair, sitting forward, paying attention to a game. Mm. I class all RTS games as sit forward. You really need to be in the zone to play them. Sit back games, that's when you kick back on the couch with your joypad. I don't think I want to play a flight sim when I'm relaxing and playing mm. on my 360. It just seems like a, a the wrong format. Interesting. So... Just going back to Sony's technology, I mean, what do you think of uh, what Mike would Mike would coin the phrase? What was it called? What was he calling it? Fl flashlight. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, you guys are too innocent to know what that means. <laughs> don't look. To the uh, vibrating insertion. By that time, I'd gone home. I don't know if Mike had gone home, but I texted him saying, "Oh, look, Sony, you've got the dildos out." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and to be honest, like the first few minutes of Sony's um, motion controller conference was just ludicrous. Yeah. It was like the little ball on the end that lights up, and it all looked just ridiculous. And it didn't help that you got something's been swept over, hasn't it? In the in the ensuing coverage, no one's really mentioned. I know. It. And you got like two Johnny Chancers like laughing about who clearly hadn't prepared. Like they put less preparation into that talk than I did on my dissertation speech. Yeah. And I tell you, I didn't do anything for that. They just walked in with, with no idea of what to say. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Um, you didn't prepare for your dissertation speech. You? No. That's how you ended up that. in this job. At, uh, that's exactly. That's why I don't do maths <laughs> anymore. <laughs> they choked me out. Um, but the technology works. Yeah. It looks good technology and i kind of warmed to the guys as they were showing it because it was quite refreshing not to have like a suit come on and talk corporate bs and jump around a bit yeah it, it was nice just mm. have two gamers because yeah. they were just essentially gamers just <laughs> programming these not, not like the linty conference with that woman with the freaking oh, don't get me started we remote up her ass what, what's it cammy is Can it yeah, cammy you started it <laughs> and, and so i yeah, and Sony's motion controller, the nunchucks, it opens a lot of doors for them. It'll be different to Natal, the type of games you can play. There, there will certainly be games with, which will be possible on one, but not on both. Like mm -hmm. Games that will work on Natal, but not yeah, motion yeah. controller and vice versa. Um, so no, it's, real, it's really exciting times coming up for, for gamers, no matter mm. which console they own. We, we can't mention Natal without mentioning Milo. And uh, and all that and, and and probably not mentioning all the uh, libelous stuff that we were speaking about <laughs> when we saw it, but it's pretty incredible, isn't it? I mean, it's an evolution of it as a virtual. I hesitate to call it a virtual pet because this this thing's a kid. I don't know. I think it is a Tamagotchi just with a boy instead of a little LCD screen yeah. blob. Um, I don't. I, I'm quite surprised they just showed like a, a a video recorded a few weeks before. Yeah, yeah. Because that to me, like. If I wasn't sitting here and having spoken to various developers, I, I'd be sitting at home, just Mr. Cynical, like 
no way that that's just complete lies once again it's Molyneux talking it up and not delivering it would be nothing like that and to be fair it might not be exactly like that by the time it hits the shelf do you not think Pete's got a bit of his reputation back there with Fable too? because I mean to be fair it did almost a bit a bit but people are still wary Mm. but we know having spoken to to various devs that that Milo tech has been shown to them like they, mm-hmm. they they have taken that tech to a developer and let them play with it and obviously our guy over at E3 um we got a freelancer over there and he you know he has seen it as well mm-hmm. so this isn't the fact that they showed it in just like a, a pre-roll video is, mm. is 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 I would think would be worrying if if we hadn't already played with it and, mm. and know that other people have seen it up and running well you it know, is just an example though yeah exactly it? i mean I'm if sure you've got this tech, the, the first thing you, that springs to your mind isn't, I really hope it allows me to talk to a little boy. That's what I really want to do with my game system. It's just to say, this is what is possible. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you can, you can see it being used for like, I don't know, you could, you could imagine when you're turning your Xbox 360 on instead of all your, your bars coming up or your, you know, you, you, have a, you have a person or you have a virtual you and you can talk yeah. to you and what do you want to do today? That's another thing, just like the... Um, pad-free navigation mm. just like mm. they were showing in the, the natal video just watching a film and stuff just going through the menus just waving your hand that's really cool points that's for not mentioning minority report because it's <laughs> mentioned every single time uh, oh no i'm not going down that cliche uh-huh. no um and uh, and just like walking in front of your 360 and having voice um face recognition mm. yeah. like when it's switched on it will just say oh that's well I'm, my gamer tag's Paloki, so it will exactly. see my face and mm. recognize that it's, it's a great me. way of stopping the kids playing on a gears of war 2 as well if you, yeah. if you don't yeah, want exactly. to yeah yeah although it does mean like if lucy walks in front of the screen then <laughs> the game logs her out like no no no, no, yeah. no, no. it'll be able to identify <laughs> innocence in the eyes yeah say, oh no there's too much innocence there you can't play this game <laughs> ruin everything so I guess I guess it's probably time to get onto the games themselves and talking about innocence. Um, Modern Warfare Two. What about that for a link? <laughs> getting it? What? Well, you were getting. We, we had. We had a. Did, we, we, did Tim ever go at you on the last podcast? Oh about yeah, about the wanting to massacre. Yeah, yeah. So we so we finally see more of Modern Warfare Two, yes. and um, everyone's getting pretty excited. Um, yeah, I mean to be honest, there wasn't too much new revealed. We we seen that trailer anyway. It wasn't. Are they doing um, that? Sorry to sound, I'm still not quite up to speed. Is, did, will it go hands-on with it at E3, or is it, is it still... I'm not sure. I'll yeah. have to chat to him. I'm not sure if, uh, if, if, if he did. We'll, uh, we'll liaise with him this, not, this week. Know, it's not miles out. off release now. And I do remember this. I remember last, when, when, when the Modern Warfare came out, it was very... We got whisked over to London to see, mm. the, uh, to see the, the, basically the intro video for it. Um, and we realised that it was bloody far along yeah. in development. And the next thing we knew, it was preview stage at which point again we were barely allowed to play it i think it was hands off to be honest i think uh, e3 was hands off um i mean everyone knew what they were getting with modern warfare 2 i don't think there were any sorry excuse me great surprises Hmm. um it's infinity ward which means it's the guys who are gonna deliver the best they possibly can Hmm. and you know everything points towards a modern warfare beta Hmm. certainly with Sorry, that's that's not beta, B-E-T-A. <laughs> that means it's better than Modern Warfare. I'll just clarify that. Um, certainly with the, the separate co-op mode. Mm. I quite like that because I like, I still like my single player experience. So mm. I like not missing out playing the campaign just on my own. So I've got that to enjoy on my own. But I've also got these separate Mile High Club style missions, which I can play with my mate on Xbox Live. That really appeals to me. 
It's going to be massive when and it's then, live, isn't it? And then, of course, the multiplayer, which is going to be even better than before. Yeah, yeah. It always is. So. Oh, man. I probably, that was probably a rubbish link, actually, because there are bigger games than Modern Warfare, or at least, yeah. or at least, or at least games that, that more come surprising. out of left field and more surprising. Yes. Stuff like Alan Wake. And Halo yeah. Reach. Alan Wake, um, yeah. That's a, that's a strange kind of surprise, because it's not like we didn't know about it. But Alan Wake's a pleasant surprise, because I think we were starting to think... I mean, uh, you don't know how much we are literally praying in front of altars at the, uh, the beginning, at the end of the day, every day, wishing and hoping this game actually yeah. comes out. I mean, Tim yeah. and Matt, I think, again, we touched upon this last podcast. Huge, well, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. We just love the look of the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've said many times on the podcast, I think Mike before said, oh, it's vaporware and... You know, we were beginning to think, will it ever happen? And I still Remedy are too big for it not to be, you know, for it, for it not to have existed, and for and for it not to it, not to turn out really good. Mm. It's just they've got too much pedigree. Great thing about Alan Wake is that if it was a film, it would just be the most hokey piece of crap ever. You just, oh god, it's just a Stephen King rip. Off. No, it probably will be a but, film as well. That's the worry. Well, yeah, okay, <laughs> if well, it's a game successful. But on the three sixty, I, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited because it really stands out. And to be actually to be sort of playing that kind of the author character and, and unva- you know unraveling those mysteries and everything, uh, it's certainly one of the ones I'm most looking forward to. I, I I find it quite comforting how they just showed a solid demo that didn't seem to be doing too much. Like it was very it much action oriented, wasn't it? Rather than yeah, it very it, it was, and it but it just it just worked. It wasn't like they were going for any great grand ideas like I, th- I think it is basically the game alone in the dark was trying to be yeah mm. um but every like everything in the show, the show is worked. working yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like mm. a cross between um alone in the dark and resident evil you know a bit gloomy a bit silent hill style yeah. eeriness and it, it was just games i thought it was twin peaks as well it's just Oh wait, this is this is definitely regressing to the last <laughs> podcast i i, oh, I, got, I got embroiled in this last time. it was just oh. reassuring to see it working so well yeah and uh like the light mechanic seems really cool, you know, just wandering around a dark forest with a torch and a pistol. Yeah. And, uh, it just seems. Um, it needs to get a wider beam game. in that torch of his, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but the, the, the torch, as soon as it hits um, an enemy, they be, it's almost like a like, sunlight on a vampire. Like it a starts laser, burning yeah. them, it yeah. starts weakening them so that you can then shoot them either with a shotgun shot or a headshot with a pistol. Yeah. And then they just crumple and die. So if you have a wider torch beam, uh, yeah, a wider beam, it would kind of be easier. So I quite like how yeah. it is just a narrow thing. Cause it, um, the other thing it does really nicely is it brings down the light in a lot of like creepy areas. So there's nothing scarier than walking around a pitch black room with a tiny little torch for your, you know, your own well, guidance. Well, it, it sort of hark back to me for the uh, the original Resident Evil Four. Demo that you can With find on Leon YouTube. Leon in the mansion, yeah, and the ghosts. I mean, uh, far from me to criticise Resident Evil Four. It's obviously one of the best games of all time. But I tell you what, I I still like the look of that early beta even more than than the final game. I think just because I prefer zombies, zombies, and shambling, and yeah, and the mansion. It harked back to the first Resi. There was some there was some pretty other cool horror stuff. I mean, one that's causing a lot of controversy um, the last the last few days is Left 4 Dead Two. Yeah, which really came out of left field, and I know you've written written a preview in our in our issue that's uh, a ways off yet. Our issue. <laughs> um, what do you think of the com- controversy? Do you think they've rushed it out too soon? Absolutely not. I mean, we we uh, we were fortunate because we sit just by the PC gamer guys who have Left for Dead on their cover now. Um, really good feature, actually. So if you're a PC gamer, go and grab the latest PC gamer. <laughs> um, so we knew about it um, some time before the conference. 
Uh, yeah, on the forums, a lot of people are reacting quite angrily to, to Left 4 Dead 2, saying it's been rushed out, saying that Valve have cheated them. Um, this is mainly the PC community saying this, mm. um, saying that they need to support Left 4 Dead 1 more, that in the time frame, they haven't been able to put anything worthwhile into Left 4 Dead 2. Um, those people need to shut up. <laughs> you don't think Valve are just horse for the cash then? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, you know what? If anyone is going to be Valve, you know, I'm going to give them this one chance to be horse for cash if need be. I don't think that's what it is at all. But Valve are some of the most, not only are they probably the best developer in the world, and I, I genuinely think they are, they are also one of the most generous in terms of how, certainly more on PC than console in terms of the amount they give you. Mm. Um, I mean, the value for money, the post-launch uh, support with <sighs> Team Fortress 2. They single-handedly saved PC gaming with Steam. I mean, it's, it's, it's injected life back into a market that really two years ago or a year ago was looking I mean, absolutely. really shaky. And um, I, I just can't believe... To be honest, we were all surprised. We were all absolutely shocked that it was Left 4 Dead 2 that'd be shown and not Portal 2 or mm. Episode 3 because it seemed like of their three brands, I know Left 4 Dead's probably the most commercially viable the yeah. most popular um mainstream popularity anyway but it seemed to be the one that was least in need of an update yeah lefter could easily have survived another three years with mm. um just dlc packs with extra campaign missions it doesn't need a sequel but what they have done with the sequel it looks great doesn't it I mean, is really good they've got more campaign missions they've got a lot of new features yeah. like the ai director doesn't just control the ai anymore he it, it also directs the levels themselves, so you're no longer no longer yeah, be it changes them organically, B. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be any sweeping changes. You're still most of the time you'll be going through familiar territory. Yeah, but there'll be like but shortcuts so, that you were maybe yeah, talking exactly. the last time you played it aren't going to be available now. In terms of you were talking about a, ga- a, a car, a massive parking lot. So if yeah, you with car so before like if you're in the sewers, you're going to get up into the street and left for dead. You can stand in the sewers and just plot with you you know with your partners who's going to go where who's going to do what cover what angle now when you're in the sewer saying right when you get up there you know you've played a level once you say Mm. right guys i know what's up here it's this 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 there's a wall here let's get up there and uh and block the zombies here and here when you now get out of those sewers everything's changed so you walk up you're like right let's put this plan in action you turn around you're like bugger yeah <laughs> and you know plans go out the window well, it's going to emphasize cooperation more than more. ever isn't it yeah yeah so it suggests that left 4 dead 2 is going to be around for a lot longer than left 4 dead 1 i would think so right. they won't rush out i've a got third to say one. personally my own take on the situation i, I i'm not going to delve into the whole um, a valve milk in the franchise blah, blah, blah. I, I i think i agree with you i think that's a load of bullshit what just saddens me on a personal note is that i wanted half-life episode three to be unveiled yeah i think we all did really you know i I just think i just think organically it's the natural way to do it i mean i just i'm surprised i'd love to know why valve decided to do this Mm -hmm. um as you said because you know if they wanted to milk i think left for dead fans are being a bit naive because if valve wanted to milk left for the left for dead franchise they'd have kept milking left for dead one and not brought left for dead two um but yeah personally i i think it's been you know it's been too long since episode two now and it was such a Cliff, oh. uh, cliffhanger ending. Wow. It was, we need closure. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds silly, but anyone who's invested in Half-Life 2 world is, is seriously into that world. Yeah. And that's such a, such a powerful ending for episode two that people need to know yeah, what happens yeah. next. Mm-hmm. It's like 
Stephen King, I'll go back to Stephen King, the Dark Tower books, like when the third one ends with Blaine the Mono, people needed to know what happened on the fourth, but it was, mm. you know, it was a few years. And yeah, then between four and five, you talk about 15 years between the books. Yeah. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's really, it pains us that we haven't seen anything of episode three yet because we need to know the next step. And it's such a, an amazing game. I mean, Orange Box, I still think I still it's still the best, the best, the best yeah, game. I think it is too. Um, so, yeah, the next step of that would be brilliant. But maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're gathering the next portal, the next episode three, maybe another Team Fortress update and giving us the orange box too. That could be their plan. I think that I think that's a In which case, the, you know, the delay is perfectly excusable. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just sticking with the horror theme. It's probably the best way of covering off the billions of games you've got to look at. <laughs> Personal favourite of mine, uh, Alien vs. Predator, which I thought was that's looking good. pretty sweet. Um, I wrote a little little preview on this last ish for us uh, and i was it's, it's interesting how sega has acquired sort of ended up acquiring well they always did have two alien licenses mm. but they've somehow they lost one and then they've acquired another one again mm. um it's interesting that this is going to beat colonial marines to the punch and i've been playing through alien versus predator 2 on a pc recently to sort of get myself into the the mindset for this one and um all they have to do is update the graphics and they've got themselves an absolute winner here and it genuinely looks terrifying yeah um, we were talking in the office the other day about, you know, we're talking about psychological horror and, 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 and I like jump, but I like jumpy horror. I think there's Absolutely. a real place for jumpy horror in games and well, we were talking in, about, in life in general. We were talking about Bi <laughs> Bioshock 2 because Jordan Thomas came out and saying he, he's not interested in jump horrors. That's right. In, in jump scares, sorry. He likes psychological horror. But yeah, I think we're all fans of horror in general mm. and, you know, games that make you jump, they're not less worthy than games that creep you out. I mean, Dead Space... Famously, I was championing it last year. I mm. love Dead Space. And of you know, all 360 games, that probably has the most jump scare. I don't think they're, a lot of the time it was scary, but the most jumps anyway. Mm -hmm. You're getting better jumps when Project Natal comes out. It'll be able to <laughs> see you jumping. And you actually, you know, if you, if you actually follow through and cack yourself, you get an achievement. This is, this, is an obvious, this is an obvious thing to say about Alien vs. Predator, but you, you, those, having control of all three species is such an interesting and such a mm. differing mm. gameplay proposition. And so you'll be getting your terror from, from various angles. As, as the Marines, you'll kind of, you know, you'll be, you'll be basically fodder for, for both other yeah. species. Um, and whether you're being assaulted by a predator. I'd never be a Marine in the game. <laughs> exactly. I would never Everyone's going to be Marine. fighting over that, aren't they? I mean, everyone's going to be a predator, surely. Well, the way they seem to... In the, the, the old PC game, the jumping of the predator is, is quite like lizard-like. You know, you can yeah. really leap like a, or like a big cat from, from tree to tree, but it's pretty rubbishly done. From what we've seen at E3 and, and in, the, in the first couple of trailers from Alien vs. Predator, it's beautifully organically done, um, which, which should make for real... I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever wanted to play as a Predator, but I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, you know, it's a pretty intriguing proposition. Whereas, you know, there still hasn't been an FPS, as far as I can think, where you can kind of scuttle on the walls no. like you can as mm -hmm. the Alien. I was quite surprised, actually, when I went over to see Bioshock 2, which... Um out in the uh, in the issue out this week, yeah. um, which will be on shops uh, on shop shelves now. Now, um, I was quite shocked that the multiplayer wasn't like an Alien versus Predator style. You got three mm. camps because yeah, you got you could have like humans, then you got splicers that could you know scuttle on walls and stuff. It's just a big death match, isn't it? And like then a... you could have like the big daddies as well. Yeah, mm. it, it it is just a death match mm. with um, everyone's a splicer. Yeah, um, and there's a big daddy suit. Yeah. Um, that's me doing a huge disservice because I walked away from that 
Massive um, impressed. Game mm. thinking, wow, I need to. I'm not a big multiplayer guy. I've said mm. it many times on the podcast. I'd much rather play single player mm. games myself or co op if need be. Um, but that is a multiplayer I'm dying to play because mm. it looks brilliant. But it just shocked me that it never went down the AVP route because it seemed like a natural step for, for yeah, buy shot. I think, you, I think it's a good cut. You could all have been against the big sister as well. Yeah, well, the, the only the only trouble with multiplayer, I mean, that would that would be fine, but I think it's a prequel because they said it before. Oh, of course, the yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You should be able to. I mean, the, the great thing about multiplayer usually is you can adjust parameters, and there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to, to mm. bring that in. But um, uh, it was the only thing they showed of Bioshock Two, wasn't it? Multiplayer. It was, there wasn't yeah. Any, yeah, no single player. They so. showed some of what we saw. I don't think they showed all of what what we yeah. saw in in the feature in the 14 page feature that uh, nearly broke us writing. <laughs> There, um, there are some really interesting tech uh, in, the, in some of the games coming out. I mean, uh, I, was, I was doing a, a shooter roundup for, uh, for Games Master. I've totally forgotten the name of the game. It's, it's the one that mixes, um, it sort of mixes parkour with, um, with shooting, where you can kind of aim a cursor. What is it called? Brink. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You can kind of set a course to your dude and then shoot on the fly as you're kind of leaping and jumping over. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a... What what do they call it? It's a security button or something. Basically. No, smart. I think it's called smart. Oh, it's smart it. smart it? button. Yeah. Um, so basically, whatever's annoying you, you think, oh god, I've got to do that now. Press the button, and, and it's you just done get over. It. But it's developed by Bethesda, isn't it? Uh, no, isn't that the one published by Bethesda, but developed by? Oh, is it um, Spl- Splash, Splash Damage? Damage. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Splash Damage. Because when I went to the Bethesda show last month. We expected it to be in London. We expected it to be there because they like brought everyone over from America. Right. And in the end, all they showed was wet and um, what's the old Rogue? stabby stabby? Uh, yeah, Not Rogue Warrior. Rogue, Rogue Warrior. What's, yeah, what's Dick Marchinko. Yeah, yeah, Rogue yeah, Warrior. Yeah, Rogue Warrior. Yeah. Is that is that turning out to be? That's Pap. Oh no! Yeah, it wasn't very impressive. Oh, I'll be honest. No. But um, but yeah, Bethesda with uh, with Brink. Looks like they, I thought they were win. developing it together. Uh, I thought it was sort no, of Rogue Warrior is no, being no, no, done no, by... Brink, I mean. Oh, sorry, yeah. excuse me. Oh, perhaps, yeah. I think I, I, read, think, I think I read that Bethesda are, are yeah, definitely... Yeah, it's a kind of co-developer. Yeah. Are Splash Damage not the lead? They probably are. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah they probably yeah. are. Um, Homefront was another one we were chatting about this morning, and, and that looks really interesting, really intriguing. Um, and it's, it's written, or at least had writing input by John Millius, Jem. You familiar what, what with... What was this? Uh, home this happened in the last home, three days? Uh, no, it's, 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 it's one of the... It hasn't been a huge big hit. I've literally not heard of this. So no, I'm, I'm it, learning along with the it's, listeners. Um, I mean, do you want to explain, Rob? It's a new THQ yeah. console. Yeah, I mean, really hard to explain. Um, like I said, I mentioned John Millius, um, who was um, responsible for, for uh, the dire 80s commie, commies invade America, but are repulsed single-handedly by... Who is it? Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, and Emilio yeah. Estevez. A bunch of red, college kids. Red yeah, Dawn. Red, red Dawn. Oh, which yes. Is a, which is a, a, a uni classic. Um, <laughs> but it's basically about some... some it's North, it's North Korea has invaded the US, haven't they? Um, and you're, you're some amnesiac chap who wakes up in the middle of like a safe zone in the American Midwest or something. But then all of a sudden, it's this so-called safe zone, which is like a, a, a town filled with just women and American women and children, gets attacked by the Koreans. And it's basically... you. You against the Korean army, um, <laughs> and and with all the mad possibilities that that offers, and it, but it just some of the tech I, I thought looked absolutely incredible. Yeah. Like some of the explosions were unbelievable. I mean, when you hear the premise, you you start thinking, oh, bugger, it's um, turning point, fall of liberty or something. Yeah, which was that dreadful conflict. Rambo six, another one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> sort of nonagenarian Rambo just sort of trying to. 
get his Zimmer frame in the Korean's face. What does he just look like? I mean, you're obviously going to turn out to be some kind of weapon or some kind of important strategic. Mm. That's why you've lost your memory, just like prototypes. Just you, like prototype. You can't remember, but <laughs> yeah. you'll soon find out. And you out start sprouting like weeks. four foot knives out of your hands, you start to realise <laughs> that, you know. But uh, I mean, that looks that looks really good. I mean, I'm always like it at E3 when there, there are certain games that kind of you just get hints of and, and um, trying, to, trying to think what else. It's sort of. Crackdown 2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fanboy heaven, isn't it? Um, I mean, Jem, you, I think you were the only one of us on the mag when the first Crackdown came out and it was... Uh, God, is that going back that far, is it? Oh, do, you who yeah. that? do you remember, is that Pete Webber reviewed that? Or Dale? Um, Dale I Lack? think it probably was. I'd have to go back and check. I got feeling, but, um, it, was, I got feeling it was Webber. Webber. The only thing I'm not sure about with that is, uh, haven't they like introduced infected and sort of, yeah. you know, crazy, which it did. It just considering the one thing we were saying with prototype yeah. was, hey, this is this is a you know crackdown esque, and it's full of infected, mm. and you you think, well, it didn't need that. But, but it's that, not, that's not. A, I don't want to, you know. It's saying not that right, one of Mike's bugbears about prototype and crackdown is that you're constantly being shot at. There's never any room to breathe, and I guess not much is going to change. Um, we no. did get a glimpse into the new graphics engine, or we, what we guess is a new graphics engine, and it looked looks very nice, pretty purdy, didn't it? It's just, um, I mean, crapdown. Everyone basically bought the Halo Three beta, mm. and they got this kind of cool game for free that they weren't mm. expecting, and everyone yeah. fell in love with crapdown. More so after after the fact, like it wasn't until a good six eight months after it came out that people really started warming to it and thinking, hey, that was a really good game. Mm. We want a sequel. And it's been so long in coming. I think a lot of people, they were half expecting it, but Real Time World said a little not. while ago that well, no, about six, seven, eight months ago that you know they were doing APB, forget about yeah. Crackdown until that's you know been and gone. Um, it was just a nice one for the fans really to chuck in there. It's a the real conference. cult hit, isn't it? Because so, yeah. I mean, it, no one gave a gave a, a toss about it when it came out. But um, I think everyone's looking back now and realizing how good it was. Yeah. How good we had it, and everyone was so, you know, busy playing the Halo Three beta. No one really cared about this cool little cell shaded um, sandbox game. Have we got a good idea yet of what actual innovations we can find in Crackdown Two, though. No. Mm. I mean, is it the same city? Well, I mean, oh, it's the same city. Yeah. yeah. It's the same city. I mean, it'll have changed slightly, but I think the actual core game of Crackdown wasn't very good. It was the mechanics that were so good. Um, so I guess all they've got to do is is improve the actual gameplay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not gameplay, but you know, rather the, what what there is to do in the mission structure and stuff. And they've probably got a, a great game. I remember Crackdown was also one of the first games that really started to show the potential of uh, DLC. Mm. Real time oh, did some good yeah. stuff, didn't they, with the costumes and the, the later on doing the um, so doing the, the vehicles and, yeah. and stuff like that and. Um, it's just a lovely game. I mean, I, Mike's had another go at it recently to try and try and convince himself that he was wrong about not liking it, but he, he still wasn't. He can't get into it. No, some people ah, are like that. Like hoodie, <coughs> um, Far Cry Two. Artist Hoodie, <coughs> Hoodie, Hoodie. Old is, uh, is Crackdown's biggest fan. I mean, he loves mm. it. So yeah. uh, I think he was dancing. He just like wanton death and destruction. Yeah, he he does. I just found it was one of those games which is really fun to to mess around with, but couldn't get into the plot. And you just you sort of you you know you're stealing cars and you're mm. running people over. He's like, Oh yeah, better get back to the actual game now. But um, perhaps the, the plot was a, the plot out. was a bit thin. But I mean, it was well. That's I, what they need to really fix with Crackdown Two, isn't it? I just, more want, involved in. I just want more point to point challenges. Yeah. that's all I want. And be to be able to jump even <laughs> higher, <laughs> higher. And, and further than before. Um, we probably should go back to Splinter Cell Conviction because, of course, <laughs> it possibly is possibly our well, not game. You know, subjectively our game of the show almost or in. Mm. On I Xbox so. 360, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I think we'll... I think for a lot of us it was it was a game of 
Microsoft's show, if not yeah. the entire show. Um, How good does it look, Matt? How it looks brilliant. Uh, I mean, we were the last magazine. It was Mike, actually. I think it was his first day on the job. Uh, he was hired here. So that was a few months before Rob and I joined. Yeah. Uh, two years ago now, more than two years ago. God. And then he, w- he was off to Montreal to see Conviction. Yeah. And that was the last mm. time anyone saw of it until E3. Yeah. And what a difference. It's totally changed. Mike's going to be writing a great feature in our uh, issue that's out a month from the, the time that you buy this. We're, <laughs> I'm absolutely rubbish at this. I need to. I, I could take a leaf out of Tim's book. Our he's, issue he's is great. Out, uh, Tuesday, seventh of July. There you go. Right, fantastic. Yeah, for that issue. Right, <laughs> good work. Good work. Three weeks. So uh, he's he's going to write an interesting feature with a sort of almost a comparison piece where he talks about what what he saw. Mm. on those heady days in Montreal compared to, to what the game yeah, it's quite the only game I can think that of changes. that we actually put on the cover that has like changed you know completely from when we yeah. when we said hey look at this we're showing you this now and uh, no no, we didn't really show you yeah. what well we did we showed you a game that now lo- mm. no longer exists because yeah. yeah. we saw a lot of that Blame game Ubisoft. and it was amazing it, they just like went totally underground with it and then last year we found out it had been delayed and totally changed. So we told you all. And then we got told we were wrong by Ubisoft. Yeah. But what did we say in the last podcast? We said, well, actually I said, um, <laughs> it's too big a franchise for Ubisoft not to, to you know, to really play some serious time money. And yeah. I remember Matt saying, you know, they're probably going to be taking stuff from Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It would be mad not to use that tech. Mm. And, and what have they done? They've, they've, that's exactly what they, they totally. appear to have done. And how... I mean, how amazing. Some, some of the innovations, it's got like flashing up your, your mission objectives on the yeah. scenery. I've read so uh, many previews that, that didn't like that, though, Matt. Really? Yeah, I've read so many previews. Those from, people from, see, are I, I think I'm, I'm kind of easily <laughs> pleased, but that is the one thing that we go, ooh. The projector the thing. thing was brilliant. I want to see that. What an more. idea. I want to see that completely ripped off by a lot of other games, frankly. Mm. It, is, it is cool, isn't it? What, what, what would you guys say about the, the accusations that maybe it's not a stealthy and that it's not a true... That it's not a true Splinter Cell game, and it looks more like well, I, any old. I, I, I disagree. I think there are still a lot of stealthy elements to it. Uh, it's just moved on because I mean, if you want stealthy stealth like it mm. used to be, you got stuff like Velvet Assassin, which mm. just doesn't cut it nowadays. And well, there are a lot of games out there Solid Four that uh, well. are kind of going that route as well, like um, uh, the the Outsider. And, well, that um, was a, that's an interesting one to bring up, Jen, because that was a notable absentee mm, from the show and, mm. and another game that we were quite excited about. But oh, totally. Was that actually I think that disappeared, to be honest. I think Braben's going to be ignoring that now. He's going to go back know, to The way he's elite, talked elite it up in the two. past, though, that would be a major sort of loss of face. Well, it's, 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 had, it's had three years' development time, so I mean, there is, there's got to be something there. I imagine it'll be something to do with the game will basically look like Gash. Yeah. So he's probably embarrassed mm. to show it. And what's that one? Uh, Cypher Complex. Cypher Complex, is that right? Am I getting mad here? What's Possibly. The wh- it's a, a while back, is it, since that uh, was Yeah, the shown. one where, where you have... It, it's basically a stealth game, but you're going around uh, injecting adrenaline into yourself. And uh, have I got the name wrong? Where do you, no, I think you've got it right. I just You've got an incredible memory for, for random games. Um, <laughs> no, I think you remember no, doing no, Get but to Know on but it. But that was such a definite Sam Fisher rip-off. Well, not rip-off, I don't want to say that. But it, you know, it was definitely like a Splinter Cell spin-off of some kind, but with adrenaline boost. The cool, th- the cool thing I think about Conviction is that it's now a mix of classic Splinter Cell, Hitman, mm. and a bit of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And they've taken all the good things. The other really, really nice feature of Conviction that stood out for me is it has a ghost of the last time you were seen. There's this brilliant... It was so understated, but a brilliant bit of the conference when um, Sam's leaning over a balcony and shooting someone, and then enemy sees him. 
And then he's like, oh, crap. So he moves away back into the shadows. But the ghost remains where he was of when the enemy last saw you. Right. And that's where they think you are. So you can then like deliberately show yourself to someone and then scoot off yeah. around the side. So they think so you're approaching from the side. So they run to where you are and you're like flanking from the that's other way. Brilliant. That is such an amazing feature that has never really been thought about before. Uh, what I was thinking when I, I saw the, the whole um, the way that you enter the room and you pick the targets and stuff is Rainbow, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas popped into my head as oh, well. Yeah. And I, I just think it's a great idea that why you tag not... tag to. Yeah, exactly. Tagging... tagging tagging enemies but but now rather than in rainbow six you were tagging enemies to tell your teammates to kill but now in you're conviction you're on your own so you tag enemies and then you press a button to instantly lock on yeah and you don't have to manually aim which makes sense because yeah. you don't really have the ability to you know just lean over a window and then manually aim to get sure. two people when in reality you'd have those um well, it's just great isn't it because it makes for just much more dynamic situations so things are happening in a split second and and obviously they can still if there's furniture in the way if they happen to dive out yeah. of the way while you're shooting the first guy the other guy's got to safety so you still got you're still going to have a challenge there yeah it's just that it's just ramped up the, the 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 excitement factor by a you know it's interesting how they seem to have um completely lost the uh the object what what's what's the word the object like the old conviction had each object be picked up mm. and they each had like little nodules built on it, like invisible um handholds built onto all these objects so that sam could run past and just press the button and pick up an object by the nearest handhold mm. they seem to have lost that but what i said to mike is they they use that technology but in a different way in assassin's creed they took all those handholds they took them off the objects and just placed them on the buildings mm. so you've still got that element but rather than grabbing objects, you're now climbing them. Yeah. And they're just bigger objects. They're, you know, they're entire walls and stuff. Yeah. So they're using that, but in a very different way than they originally planned. That's quite interesting to see how that tech's evolved. It was too good to waste, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of games that seem to do that now. I remember, remember Tomb Raider was, the Tomb Raider devs were getting all excited about it, but then Assassin's Creed kind of beat them to the, to the punch, and obviously Uncharted does it. Um, it's good, you know, it's, it's what amazing. we should have. It's the next generation. Yeah. Again, uh, hopefully hopefully because Tomb Raiders should be the one that's pioneering these things and it's it's still lagging behind I'm just hoping one day they make a Tomb Raider game that really mm. kind of trailblazes but um, I digress slightly um, we'll save Halo till the end Halo uh, Reach well or ODST or we'll say, well, yeah we'll do them both we'll <laughs> do them both together um, I want a quick shout out because I've just done a preview for it um, Lords of Shadow which has now been rebranded officially as Castlevania yeah. Ooh. Uh, it's one with Robert Carlyle and uh, yeah Patrick Stewart Jason Isaacs and oh, Jennifer right. I can't pronounce the second name. Mc, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> Moving <laughs> Who, on. Who's Mc, the Mc, bloke Mc, who's Malfoy in Harry Potter? Is that Isaac? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I like I like all about Isaac. He's a good actor. My um, one of my old best mates at school's dad's best mates with him. Really exciting, really exciting story. A friend so of a go. friend. The go. old friend of a friend. The old story. friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> he was in Slytherin then. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's got flowing flaxen, <laughs> flattened blonde hair as How well. How did you come out the way you did? <laughs> um, what do you think about it? I mean, I, I, I was a bit damning about it in my preview. I, I, I'm worried that, because the, the developer is, I mean, there was a, it was all heralded that Kojima's going to be, yeah. you know, having a good, sort of overseeing the project. Um, but then the developers are a bunch called Mercury Steam who are responsible for... Uh, Some steaming games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Jericho is one, and... Um, American McGee Scrapland. I'm not I a big Jericho review. fan. I really don't like Jericho. I got the 4,000 points, but man, did I have to work for it. Not because it was 
tough. It just I had to keep playing it. I didn't want to. Yeah, um, it was a good concept, but that was nothing to do with developers. That, that was, was uh, it's a cracking yeah. concept. Yeah, but apparently I remember apparently hearing some stories from the devs that Barker was a nightmare. To, he, he wanted creative control. He was like ringing him up at 12 o'clock in the night going, what's, what's this, change that? I want that. to be able to smell the corpses. The thing well, is, if you've got your name on it, if that is, because oh, yeah. that is Clive Barker's Jericho, it's not like mm. Johnny Badu developers. Yeah. Yeah, Jericho. I had to think the second Everyone you said Jericho. But this is yeah, almost going to be Hideo Kojima's Castlevania. Mm. I just wonder how much input Kojima's going to have. I mean, is he going to want, I mean, he's obviously busy with, Two new Metal Gear games. Yeah. Um, just wonder. Three new, if you count. Are they, is he doing the arcade one as well? Uh, Must good be point. Surely, yeah, I, I imagine you'd have some kind of creative input into it. The thing is, with a long lasting franchise like Castlevania, um, it's got a completely different element to a lot of games in that, you know, people have been following that world, that game mm. world, for so long now. And the extra news of the, having the cast and things like that. I mean, I know it's not integral and we care about the game first and foremost, but the, the fact that they've cast people like that suggests that hopefully there's a damn a, good story. Well, they've got a damn big budget. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, totally that, right. that I mean, how excited were we when we found out Stuart was in Oblivion and Sean Bean? Mm. I mean, mm. it makes, you know... It, 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 it does matter. Ma- I mean, again, it comes back to, you know, making games more mainstream. You want it to be as entertaining almost to watch as it is to play. Yeah. Not, well, almost. I, I mean, graphically, <laughs> graphically... And if Kojima's doing it, you will be bloody watching it. Graphically, than yeah. <laughs> yeah Actually, I'd want it to be as camp as possible and as kind of well, melodramatic. Uh, I want to see <laughs> Robert Carlyle giving the most hammiest performance of well, his the, life. Well, the, the trailer already with Patrick Stewart almost brought me to my knees with embarrassment. It sounds so <laughs> cheesy. I mean, I, I've got quite a few things to say about it. I heard, I heard Dan Dawkins, who's the editor of PSM3, uh, talking about... Uh, he'd heard that Kojima's input so far has been to, to do the face of this Gabriel character, the hero. So I don't know if he's going to have a moustache <laughs> and look, and look uh, abnormally aged. Um, and he's having input into the boss fights. But I've got to tell you guys, oh. I mean, even though trailer-wise, honestly, that is one of the best-looking games that I've seen at the show, I just thought it looked so derivative of, of, of games like God of War and stuff. And when yeah. I think about how good a cast, how bad 3D Castlevanias have yeah. been, don't, mm. let's not talk about the 2D ones, they're still going strong. Yeah. I could, I could rant on and on about how the DS ones are getting a bit crap, but that's another day. Um, all previous entries to getting this game into 3D have failed. But the potential is there. I mean, imagine that. Imagine uh, the explorative structure with the unlocking of, of certain areas yeah. in 3D yeah. with that engine. You don't, want it it? Ju- you don't want it to just be Devil May Cry. It'd be like Metro across with God of War. Now, it, we shouldn't forget that we don't have a God of War as much as we'd like, nope. as much as we'd love God yeah. of War. And we, we're big I fans of the series. I we've got a dozen, we, but not very good. Yeah. We've, got <laughs> we've got a dozen rubbish We've got Conan, fans. guys. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> Come on, we, uh, don't, I dare you, Pellet. We, uh, we, we don't have God of War. So the fact that this is coming over to us is, you know, we're, we're quite excited. Maybe yeah. this could be a God of War. The, the thing I would say about the whole 3D Castlevania is... One th- one thing we we I think you picked up on Rob yesterday in the office was that it feels very much like a God of War game that has had the Castlevania name slapped onto mm-hmm. it, and in a way that's bad. That just feels like they're cashing in, and you know this franchise isn't being given the justice it you know it deserves. Mm-hmm. But in a way, maybe that's maybe that's what they need to do because other three D Castlevanias haven't worked. So maybe they need to just build another game and think, you know, this is a good game. This would work with the license. Matt, if they so can maybe make they've a, got the right Matt, approach. They can make a God of War, a game as good as God of War. I don't care if they call it Nappy Changer. <laughs> I, it's, 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 it, you know, it, it's, it's all about. It's all about. Will they make a good? Will they make a game as good yeah. as that? Because to do that, they're going to have to pull out all the stops. And by 
ripping off so many mechanics I've already seen in that trailer a million yeah. times. That just, to me, is not shouting out. I, I don't think it will be. To be honest, I think huge appeal for me personally of God of War is just the mythology. I love how it brings all this ancient mythology into mm. one. And the Castlevania name just doesn't have the same attraction to me anyway. Mm. I know a lot of people are really passionate about the Castlevania. Well, that's another thing. I mean, I, I don't even think there's that much of a tie-in because they've, they've... I mean, they're obviously going to be some big script rewritings behind the scenes. And I probably... Some boss creatures now will be yeah. rebranded as the famous Castlevania boss creatures and stuff. But um, Dracula turn up again. Yeah, well, yeah. Along Played those lines. Isaacs. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just being slightly cynical. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure um, it deserves it deserves the benefit of the doubt for the time being. And, and going on that trailer, I mean, it does look magnificent. But um, I don't know. Oh blimey! So how are we doing with this list? Forza three. Yeah, that's next on my <laughs> the, list as well. Uh, the uh, the only racing game we need, apparently. I'll tell you what. Turn ten, we're talking some smack against polyphony. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah I read that. I read that news story. Smack. It was quite funny, wasn't it? I don't know, Stagnant, man. they called it, didn't I, they? I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's got a point saying that GT's got a bit stagnant mm. of late, but to be fair, Forza 2 ain't much better. Forza is the most mm. sterile. I mean, yeah. I, I know that lots of real hardcore racing fans... Well, that, that's the whole point, isn't it? That's who it's been for up till now. Yeah, but I, I just can't imagine. I know everyone's obsessed with driving mechanics and stuff like that, but I, I really thought dirt into a and to an even greater extent grid really showed me that's how I imagine high octane yeah. driving to be I can understand about cambers and, and, and turning axles and all that kind of stuff and I can understand why hardcore sim fans like that but I don't know I think you've also got to deal with environmental factors yeah. and stuff and, mm. and Forza 3 is a strange one because it's trying to be all things to all, all racing it fans well, that's what it should give you the option you should, be able, you should be able to take or leave the techie side yeah. of it behind. It's like even in the that's in hard the to do though, Gem. I mean, that's why games focus on certain avenues rather than becoming these all-encompassing. Mm. Forza Three can go one of two ways: either it can just fall down trying to be everything to everyone with the rewind mechanic and the takedown element, and or it can be like they said, the only racing game you need because it has it has the best of everything. Um, and I'm really quite excited because it seems to be more fun than Forza Two, which was yeah. like such a bland yeah. game. Mm. Um, but I know, I know it's such a ridiculously long time since like they talked about GT5 and when it would be finally coming out, but you know, it's got NASCAR, it's got WRC. I mean, the world rallying alone is, is a brilliant element. You don't want to start saying that your game is going to be miles better than GT because you put so much time into it. It can't be. You had to go on, um, uh, Dirt 2 in the office the other day, didn't you? What, What do you think of that? Dirt 2 is amazing. I'm a huge Dirt fan anyway, um, and I think I mean I think the Codemasters racing team is probably. Is I'm reluctant to say it's the best in the world because like I mean Bizarre, it makes it makes my favourite racing games. I mean Bizarre Personally. is pretty close and prolific. I mean they're all good. Like the amount of quality racing studios, are, you know, it's unbelievable. Um, but Dirt Two is going to be brilliant. It's one that people will have to buy. I'm sure when it comes out. Because Grid was good, Dirt was good. This is even better than both, I think. I want to do our best of E3 list, the best of the rest, mm. in terms of... Um, oh, yeah, sure. I'm Sorry, no, can I just um, jump yeah. in? I also want to give a shout-out to Split Second, which you saw oh, for the oh, first time. Wow. That, that, I mean, Oof. that's what we saw um, when I went over to BlackRock a few months ago. That game is... I mean, BlackRock, I, just, I love them, because Pure was yeah, so yeah, much was fun. Great. And Split Second is the game that Burnout Paradise should have been for racing. 
Paradise is a great game, but it ain't, a great game. it's not a racing game. It's a navigation game. They're releasing mm. New Island for that. Um, yeah, Big Sapphire. And uh, when this podcast goes up, it would have been up yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And of course, we can't stop talking about races without mentioning Sonic races. Oh, yes, we can. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <Drive> <laughs> The and one I'm looking forward to. And, and Mod Nation Races on the PS3, which looks like a little bit Planet Kart game. Yeah. No. Don't say it. Uh, it looks yeah. great. Was that, is that a kart game or a little big planet? Which no. Which I think I talked so about it. I go way yeah. to both. A little bit of a mix. I, I don't want to get into a little bit of planet. I talked about it last yeah. podcast. I, I really like it. Um, there's so much other stuff to talk about E3 yep. um, that's non 360. And I know, I think we, we owe it to gamers to, to chat about that. But. Yeah. Should we just talk a little bit about, I guess, Halo, you know, Microsoft's biggest franchise of the lot. Halo. Uh, Halo. Mm. Um, ODST continues to look really good, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's going to be short, but oh so sweet. Mm. I, I really like the idea. Certainly the, the hub world. Yeah. I, I really like wondering about that. And I like how they've thought about little things like you're not a Spartan. So the weapons you used to hold in one hand as Master Chief, you now have to hold with yeah. both hands mm. just yeah. to keep up. Right. You know, little things like that are pretty cool. They're... Um, their, their understanding of the Halo universe and the way that they've managed to make the mythology work is absolutely incredible. I mean, mm. there are nods to Reach, which is the newly announced one in yeah. ODST, aren't there? I mean, there was there's something on the trailer that's on the on the wall. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm sure there are going to be other allusions to it during the game. Or I've, they'd be missing a trick if they weren't. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know anything about Reach, Matt, so I'm hoping you might be able to help me out here because I, I, I've just... Lucky for the... you, I read The Fall of Reach. Ah, Unfortunately, it was so long ago, I can't remember any of it. This is a prequel, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. It was like, I if I remember correctly, it was... I, I literally didn't even know that. We should emphasise Mike is Mr. Halo on the Mac. Everyone's a Mr. Something. I'm Mr. Yeah. Resi and Mr. Dead Space and horror and everything else. Well, I'll, have, I'll get back mind. to you on what I'm Mr. But, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the reviews you hate. <laughs> um... I mean, Jem, you're, you're into your racing game and your I'm Mr. What's Left, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. And, uh, Mr. Kitty Mr. Movie Mr. Mr. Mopper. We're both Mr. Mopper, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's Mr. Machine, Mr. Halo. Yeah. And uh, so, so he will come on and he will call us fools for not knowing the Reach story inside out. But I think, if I remember correctly, it's when basically all the Spartans got wiped out and there was a big battle. Stuff went wrong. Um, I think it was on a planet somewhere. I I, I can't quite. Remember. How far back do you but think this prequel is going to go in terms of like? I mean, I've heard I've heard people hoping that you might get to play as a pre master as a pre Spartan master. I would like Chief to see that. Yeah. The, yeah. the only thing is, it will be interesting to see how they do it because obviously they all die. Like, it's it's an unsuccessful campaign for for the humans. So, I mean, they could go down the ODST route again of like having flashes between different people. That yeah. would be quite cool. But yeah. that might be a bit too similar to the project they're already working on. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the, the main Halo trilogy is finished. Hmm. So either they're going to slot one in beforehand, like Resident Evil Zero style, or it will be a different... Maybe this could be the perfect chance to, 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 for you to play as the bad guys for once. Because <laughs> I don't think anyone will kick up so much for a fuss as <laughs> If you. it was just Spartan. Exactly. Maybe they could go down the, the route of the squad shooter that was rumoured so long ago. It might be that. I doubt it. No, they'll probably want to keep it true to the Halo kind of, you know... Template. I mean, whatever it is, I think it's good news that Bungie are doing it. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure Halo Four is being worked on by Microsoft Super Studio mm. right now. Mm. Um, but no, e everyone likes Halo. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we've got a lot of lot of Master Chief sort of related action to look forward to. I mean, they're definitely giving us what they want, aren't they? Yeah. Giving us what we want. Um, 
Looking, looking now, I guess, at some of the other stuff, or would you like to talk about, have you been doing any reviews that you wanted to talk about, particularly this issue? No, not I mean, really. I, I played Fight Night, but I was cracking, giving it a That's really high beautiful. score. Um, I've had to sit at that desk for five and a half years watching, uh, well, mainly you, play sports games and <laughs> fighting games. And I, my, I always just... <laughs> it's pathetic. Glazed it, over. It, no, 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 no. It always just gets drawn to the crowd. <laughs> right. It's like the action's going on and you, you watch like, you know, several bouts of several games and you just think, what on earth are those things watching you? And the crowd Time and time. It's the first game that's, that's just, I can't really find You can find always have the, the crowd in, in the foreground. Yeah. Mm. I, and you'd be like, yeah, they're pretty good graphics. There's like no There's repetition. It just, it just it looks great. And I know that things I've always said, it's just those tiny little points that you don't see when you're playing mm. the game. You don't give a damn. It, I know it's not he important. Is Mr. He is Mr. But, Detail, yeah. though, isn't he? Because, I mean, how well, do you, you miss? I mean, if you... I mean, sit like, every five, five game without stars. fail, General's commenting about the crowd. Five it's nine, because it's I, nice. sit, I sit there right next to a massive screen and I watch, I watch the game, I watch the five game, watch the has game. Got the and I'm looking for everything else. in any game. I mean... It just looks fantastic. Tyson's... The the basically the, the textures of of the guys' backs of their arms are unbelievable. I mean, it's photorealistic. The, the, the Tyson, the Tyson model, uh, for some reason, uh, of the more I don't know if it's just because it's you know he's got a very very um, recognisable sort of unique sort of mm. build and, and face, and they've just captured his snarls. Yeah, his mm. his physique is is perfect. It's, this is the Iron Mike from the kind of pre Buster Douglas days where he this guy was like a monster. Did you say you wanted to lick the sweat off his back at one point? I think I said like, I said you could climb up his back. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I didn't say I wanted to lick the sweat off his oh, back. Sorry, I, just I might have thought you. it, uh, but I definitely didn't say it out loud. It um, is a gorgeous game and, and a real fun game. And as it well. plays really yeah. well because I think I think maybe uh, EA have gone down the have kind of gone too far the other direction. That Fight Night Three was this quite quite frustrating experience sometimes because the stamina bar would go down quicker than. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to make a really good joke then, something like uh, Enzo Macronelli or something like that. Oh. Are you getting the boxing-related jokes? No. No, no. no this is, sorry, it's not going well. Um, the stamina gauge used to deplete really quickly. Now, it doesn't, basically. So you are just... I mean, you and Tim had the funniest fight, didn't you? Like a nine-round <laughs> That was round a rubbish epic. fight, though. All Tim was doing was jab, 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 jab. Basically, jab, Matt's, jab. Matt's good at games, as you might have heard on uh, one or two of the podcasts, and he picked Fight Night up as quickly as he picks up most games and, and was beating most of us, you know, straight away um but he met his match in our in our editor who, who knew absolutely nothing about the dodging or blocking mechanics even though i explained them patiently to him showing how to shape an uppercut throwing him how to throw a hook throwing him how, showing how to clinch to push to headbutt tim just threw jabs by flicking the right stick because his reach is about five inches longer or something <laughs> i couldn't get anywhere near. And, Matt, and Matt and he just and he, and he gradually wore matt down over nine rounds <laughs> i did knock him down like twice but he got back up and Which then was hugely amusing <laughs> i must admit i enjoyed that because to be fair you i had the same problem i, I think you played me uh, with our league yeah this is this sorry sorry um listeners this is all to do with the basically fight night force biggest hook is that for the first time ever in a fight night or any boxing game, height and reach basically matter because of the way the game engine works. So if I'm fighting someone with huge arms and I've got little stumpy ones, mm. I need to come inside to fight him. That's not, that's a lot, that's easier said than done when someone's jabbing at you all yeah. the time. And, and it, it adds this incredibly intricate and realistic layer to the fighting that we've, we've never seen yeah. before. Um, also frustrated the hell out of me when I was trying to fight Matt. But uh, that's probably the only decent game I reviewed this issue Dynasty Warriors Empires that was 
crap. Yeah, we're still waiting for some of our reviews. We're yeah. waiting for Harry Potter and stuff to turn up. So yeah, we'll see what else quite we have. We're quite interested in that one, aren't we? Yeah, I'm fairly... An Overlord, an Overlord 2, which is um, disappointing. Are we going to get back onto seals now, are we? No, I don't want... The seal argument's run its course. Okay. Yeah, the seal argument's run its course. So, so I guess... Worth just touching on the other um, Nintendo and Sony E3. Oh mate, just absolutely. Final that's, that's, that's what I was going to talk away. about. What was your What was your biggest non? What were your top five non Microsoft related things? And can you, um, should we do a combined one? We've already said Mario Galaxy two. Super Mario Galaxy two probably has to be like the announcement that has to be probably the best E three moment. Maybe because that could be joint with and probably is joint with um, the Last Guardian. That's right. Which is, make no mistake, going to be. Possibly, see, I'm hedging my bets there. The best game of the generation, because Shadow be of the Colossus was. My favorite game of the generation. Yeah, I think. yeah. I mean, um, the next Project Ico is just fantastic. The only bad thing about that is that it was leaked a week before an almost identical trailer. Yeah. If that trailer hadn't that, been that leaked, that was a year old. That footage, yeah. that was shown behind closed doors. If that hadn't been leaked, then Sony's conference, everyone would have walked out saying that that was the best conference. I think you're. I think you're absolutely spot on, Gem. Are you a fan of the uh, the Icona Colossus games? Because I, I just, I just, that is right up Gem's alley, isn't it? I mean, either loved Ico. I'll lend you yeah. my PlayStation, Gem. Well, exactly. That's the thing. I'd, I'd, I'd have to touch something that you'd have I think Xbox. for me, certainly the best things were The Last Guardian, and. Metroid Other M? Um, possibly. Metroid Other M is an interesting pro- project. Ninja Gaiden meets Metroid. Yeah, we'll see, because it, they haven't really explained what it'll be like, but I think that's really, really exciting. Obviously, Galaxy is fantastic news. Golden Sun, I'm really excited for Golden Sun. Um, <laughs> Wii Zelda, even though... Wii Zelda, even though... Well, well yeah, I'm not I mean, counting that as part... Cause are you looking forward to Spirit, Spirit Train? Yeah, fairly. I liked Phantom Hourglass. You liked Phantom Hourglass? Yeah, I did. It's the best game on DS. Um, Apart from Phoenix Wright. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, from Sony. I, I, no More Heroes 2? Yeah, fairly, fairly pleased about that. What do you think of I'm the... I'm really um, pleased about the, um, the PSP. I was so going to say, what do you think of PSP going? Like Resident Evil. Obviously, I'm Mr. Resi, so another Resident Evil really really good news Metal Gear a new Metal Gear I'm, I'm kind of excited but I couldn't play port- Portable Ops I we found haven't it quite mentioned Metal Gear on 360 no. we haven't mentioned <sighs> Rising that's so much um, apologies I will say Portable Ops was good but I, I would have rather portable played Ops it on the PS2 panties. so I, the new Metal Gear looks good but I want it on the PS3 not on the PSP but you know you've got some really really good games even GT Gran Turismo on the PSP looks really PSP quite good PSP Go looks nice though doesn't it I mean like, it I know some people say it looks a bit cheap and stuff and that price tag is outrageously high but it's a, it's a great little bit of kit um, I think I might actually buy one for 180 90 pounds I might actually see if I can get someone from Sony to send me one that's <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to say <laughs> Uh, I, well, no, I, I actually, unfortunately, I burnt all my, my bridges. I was going to say, so unless you've got some be, compromising yeah, photos, that's, that's, that's really wishful thinking. New Metal Gear on 360, of course, we've got yeah. that one. Um, Raiden. Everyone you know knows what? Raiden, one of the most well-loved characters <laughs> in the Metal Gear franchise. Just, mm. <laughs> and next for Nintendo, Diddy Kong. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know what? Everyone's like, yeah, it's Metal Gear. Sorry, guys, I don't think it is Metal Gear. I'm sorry to play Devil's Africa here, but mm. it doesn't say It'll tactical devil espionage devil action. Metal, devil made Isn't Metal it Gear, won't it? Lightning bolt action. Yeah, yeah that's Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. I, I'm really disappointed that Metal Gear... I'm not so much disappointed for me, but disappointed for, for you out there that, that 4 wasn't 
four wasn't announced for three seasons. I just don't think. I, I think again though, it comes back to what I said about it just genuinely being too big a game to fit mm. on the three sixty DVD. It's the only reason it's not out. Um, but it would have been a nice little coup for Microsoft, and I'm, I'm surprised they haven't facilitated that with Konami. Yeah. But maybe yeah, they just feel that like the Metal Gear moment's gone. They've got this new franchise, you know, this new entry in the franchise to look forward to, and they're just gonna. I would have said Final Fantasy XIV because that was that was a real megaton announcement. If it wasn't for the fact that it ended <laughs> yeah. with Final Fantasy XIV Online, mm. no one wants another Final Fantasy Online game. Or oh, sorry, very few people. Are you really that excited about Final Fantasy XIV when basically thirteen hasn't come out yet, though? I mean, well, no, I would have been if it was another Final Fantasy. I would have been like, whoa! But you know, Final Fantasy is coming out. But Sony you, got but you us. know it's wow. coming. It's fourteen. <laughs> I mean, you know that twenty seven's coming out because it, you know it's. So like, they showed it. That's no the thing they had to show. But the online part. Damn, no way. Yeah. I do not do not care about that game. I'm writing that game off like I wrote 11 off. We're hardcore on this, on this map. We don't do MMOs, do we? We just don't do them. <laughs> not yet. We, well, yeah, until Tim until tells Champions us we have Online. To. Not until the yeah. Tom and Jerry MMO comes out. It's only been announced for PC. I but wanted that Teenage hey, Mutant Ninja Turtles one, but it was an April Fool. There was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, but it was a big April Fool. I'd already written a, already written a feature on how good it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, listen, I'm I'm sick of talking about video games. Have you got any questions? Yeah. <laughs> um, you got any questions that aren't about video games? That's the thing. Not really. No, well, there no. Was, there was, there one, was some. There was one question from Robin Java who wants to know um, how realistic do we think games should be? Like, obviously, if they get too realistic, like with graphic. Talk about normal wise. games or porn games? Games. Hey, we've all Just watched games. Red Dwarf. Like, yeah. uh, uh, you might have said war games. Like if if it gets too obviously graphically uh, realistic, then everything's going to be an eighteen because there'll be gore flying everywhere. Yeah. And also, yeah. if you go too far down the realism route, everything's going to be rock hard. Like you'll turn on Call of Duty, you'll die. And that, or that if it was genuinely realistic to real life, it would just be very boring. That bit in Heavy yeah. Rain where that photorealistic woman was stripping out of her pants that made me rock hard. I don't know if that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Rob! Again, that's not real life, is it? <laughs> no. Um. I mean, it's interesting because we've got, obviously, Operation Flashpoint 2. We played in the office last week, and that, that was good fun. Operation while being fair, No, it was fairly realistic. It was fairly fun. It just looked a bit... Well, it started up a new, a new a little um, conversation amongst us that we were saying, why do you release um, images that make the game look as if it's the best-looking game of all time when the actual... Well, it does look, let's, let's face it, it looks more like the original Operation Flashpoint than those mm. shots that we've seen of it. Yeah, it was... What, uh, what is the point? I don't know, but it was, it was good fun to play. It's a Flashpoint game. It's, so, it's um, very faithful and, and looks great. I think, I think certain games... You know what? I'd rather games didn't go too far down the realism route unless you're talking about, like, Microsoft Flight Simula Simulator. Mm. Like, Forza 2 was a very realistic racer, but I don't think it was very fun to play. War games, if they're too realistic... You won't play and the them concepts behind so many games are unrealistic. It's hard to make, you know, if you're. I'm climbing up a giant griffin, but the climbing's really realistic. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a difficult one, it's a difficult juxtaposition, really. I don't think you're going to be able to stop games becoming more and more realistic from one generation to the next because no. that's the way they're headed, but you're always going to have the option because, I mean, people are still making side scrolling platformers uh, for the live play. Heavyweight like developers coming out saying, you know, they can't see games getting much more. Sort of developing much more after this. No. I mean, I personally can't see that. But but you know, if you we talk about global credit crunches, extending the lifespan of of consoles, development costs spiraling, you don't know. You don't know how it's going to go. I don't think visuals are going to get much much better. Like Crisis, Crisis Two, 
for a, for, for a while. while. Yeah. I think that'll be. There'll need to be some kind level. of. There'll need to be some kind of massive process for innovations. I think. Mm. But you know. Um, are we done? That's it. That's it. It's the whole question. Thanks, right. Robin Java. That's a. It's a bit of a measly. Uh, I will have lots more questions for the next podcast, which will be what thirty-eight. Yes, I've forgotten the number we said at the start of the show. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have uh, Michael and uh, Timothy back for that. Yeah, um, we're going to scrape all the gunge out of uh, Mike's faceplate and. Thank you for dropping in, Jim. It's much appreciated. (laughs) And thank you for dropping in as well, Rob. And thank everyone else for dropping in. Yeah, we'll come back with his nice bold um, back sack and crack. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And we'll be you back. You've been with, thinking about that too much. We're going to be back with all the lowdown on Sonic Racing that you, we didn't get around to <laughs> in this one. Next one's going to be a zinger. Woo-hoo. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, cheers for listening, yeah. and uh, we'll catch you in two weeks' time. Bye. Cheers. Oh, um, very quickly, should just say uh, that new issue came out a couple of days ago. So if you don't have it yet, get down to the shops and get yourself it. Uh, it's got Bioshock Two on the cover, as we said before. It's fourteen-page monster exclusive. Uh, with all the new multiplayer details, including some you haven't heard before, plus um, some single-player info as well. And we've got an exclusive prototype review, uh, lots of other reviews, including Fuel, Tales of Vesperia, um, Damnation, and a, brilliant, and a brilliant pun uh, on the, <laughs> is it on, in the news section from me? A brilliant pun See if you can, can find it. it yeah. Just, yeah. just <laughs> one pun from Rob out of 160. No, there were lots pages. of puns. His only one was brilliant. <laughs> um, Red Faction Gorilla review Ooh, yes. and uh, Sacred 2 review, which I've fallen in love with. It's a really good game. You fall in love with your own review, isn't it? Quite then. <laughs> with the game. Even though everyone else calls me a fool, it's a real good game. Um, okay, that's Xbox World, uh, issue 80. Uh, out, what is it, July the... Uh, uh, no, June, well, it's like No, now. it's already out. It's what out. a ravel. Tim can't come back sooner. A nice, a nice <laughs> Halo feature. Just look for the shiny big daddy on the show. But, but the main thing, like, it's good magazine, good DVD, good tits book, but you get free sweets as well. Free sweets. Unless we've got, unless, <laughs> unless we've gone through yours, like we went ev- through everyone else's and stole them. With Try the and scissors. get the cola ones, not <laughs> the banana ones. They're better. So yeah, free sweets, and you get a good mag as well. Yeah, bargain. Take care. Bye bye.